Hi, I'm Dora from Dora Nicolau and my drink of choice is a chai. I'm Gemma from Contently Driven and my drink of choice is red wine. And I'm Michaela from Inspired Office and my drink of choice is a sparkling white wine. Work Life Wine Time supports the responsible consumption of alcohol. (laughs) (laughs) Hello and welcome to episode 48, Not Just a Pretty Website. This is Dora here today and I'm super excited to connect with our guest speaker and work wife herself, Angela Pickett. Welcome, Angela. Hi, Dora. Thanks for having me. Oh, I'm so excited to have you on today. Can't wait to um, talk about, you know, a little bit about you and um, websites, which is one of my favourite topics. Definitely. Um, So um, you're a Barossa-based copywriter um, and you are the creator of Powerful Words and the chief cheerleader for founders, fun-sized business and family-owned businesses. Um, you write copy website uh, copy for websites, blogs, marketing material, awards and grant applications. And you've actually got quite an interesting background. Do you want to tell us a little bit about what you've been doing over the years? Yeah, sure. Um, so I guess, you know, I'm a bit of a late starter to, to copywriting and I was a diplomat for 15 years. So I worked in Canberra. I had a posting in Beijing in my late 20s. Uh, and then took my husband and two very young children at that stage to Hanoi uh, and had a posting there for three and a half years. But towards the end of that posting, um, about mid-2014, I was just about to turn 40 uh, and I decided that I wanted to explore something else. So we moved to the Barossa. My husband's always worked in wine. And, yeah, from there I wasn't sure what I wanted to do. I'd done um, media and culture management at the embassy, so I thought I'd do a Master's in Arts Management. That wasn't quite right. I did a trade, started a trade consultancy, which was one of those great jobs, businesses you get kind of pushed into because someone says you've got great experience. And it was my first foray into running a business. I don't come from a family where we'd run businesses. So that was a bit of a um, baptism of fire. And it wasn't really the right fit for me at the time. So I worked for a, a winemaker for three and a half years. And my job description was everything but making the wine. Um, you know, I was doing, I could be doing marketing one day, I could be doing the accounts, I'd be dealing with distributors, I'd be packing boxes for freight. Um, And it was a really good insight into running a small business, especially in the Barossa. Um, And I kind of fell into copywriting because I'd been blogging and then I wrote a blog about my, um, my son's teeth got photoshopped in a school photo. And I wrote this blog that went absolutely viral. So I was getting calls from around the world. I was getting calls from media in Australia. A friend in the US actually saw it on the Today Show there. Uh, and sort of fell into copywriting from there, from feature writing and from there. And, yeah, really haven't looked back. So I was reluctant to start another business because I wasn't sure whether it was the right fit. But, you know, nearly three years on, um, absolutely loving it and, you know, really do love the sort of small businesses and founders and particularly here in the Barossa, the sort of sixth and seventh generation family-owned businesses because, there's so many great stories behind their brands that, you know, as a copywriter, I get to tell. So, yeah, it's been great. Amazing. And it really goes to show that where you start out isn't always where you'll end up. Like you can really, I don't know, I was watching a show last night and, you know, a little girl walked in with her mum and her mum was saying to her, you know, you can be anything you want to be. And the man behind the counter was like, you know, after they walked out, the man behind the counter was like, 
why is he setting her up for disappointment? She can't be an astronaut, you know, but it really goes to show you can really be whatever you want to be. It's not where you started and it can, you know, you can take whatever path you want. Definitely. And I'm a really big supporter of, I guess, career change. And if I look at a lot of my clients in the last couple of years, especially, a lot of them have been people who have been doing one thing and decided that they want to try something new and they've started a new business um, and they've gone in a new direction. And so I guess that's why I have cheerleader in there as well, because for me, it's not just a case of, you know, give me, you know, write the brief, write the copy, bye, see you later. I really, um, you know, and a lot of those businesses, I'm working with them from the very beginning, working through, and I'm, because of my own experience, I can say to them, hey, have you thought about this? Have you, you know, who are you working with as your bookkeeper? Have you thought about your social media? You know, this is a great course to do because I've been there, I've done that, and I know what it's like to do that. But I also know how satisfying it is. And I think, I think we're in an era where more and more people are doing that as well. So, you know, I think it's, I think it's great. And I'm, you know, I, I said, I, I posted something yesterday, you know, there's all these awards for, you know, the 40 under 40. I wish they started doing for some for, you know, the 50 over 50 that, you know, people who have recreated themselves, I guess, um, and started businesses. Cause we see it in creatives. We see authors and artists that do their best work later on. Um, but I think we should be focusing on that, that in business as well, because, and a lot of it is it's our previous experience that makes us really good copywriters. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, I agree. Cool. All right. Well, let's start talking websites. Um, why, what is, why does a business need a website? Do they need one? Especially if they're using social medias where, so, sorry, social media channels where their clients are already hanging out. I think they do. And I guess the best way to explain it is, you know, social media is is the door to your house and your website is your house um, and it's your house and you wouldn't build your business, you wouldn't build your house on somebody else's land. And so building your business solely on social media channels, you're building it on someone's land. You're not really in control of it. And we've all heard those awful stories where people have, you know, hundreds and thousands of, um, you know, whether it's Facebook followers or Instagram followers, and then suddenly overnight, whether it's their account gets hacked or for some reason, you know, the powers to be decide they, they don't like it, they get taken down and suddenly they don't actually have that contact with those um, with those people. So, you know, to me, a website is is really important. It's it's sort of staking your claim. Um, and I guess part of that is is also building up a mailing list. And I'm, you know, I have to admit, and I will confess here that I've only just started making an effort three years on to build up my mailing list um, because I realised I was sort of, you know, do as do as I say, not as I do. Um, but yeah, I think that's why a website is really important. And and I and I understand for some businesses, you know, I've had clients where they've got um, they've already got lots of word of mouth referrals, or you know, they've already they've got a position where they they don't necessarily need it. But I think it's useful. And even if it's only a small, you know, three pages, their homepage, a bit about them and a bit about their services. Um, obviously, if it's e-commerce, it's a bit different. And I think, you know, the last couple of years has shown us um, that, you know, having 
not just a bricks and mortar store, but also being able to to serve your customers online has been has been really valuable. So yeah, I guess that's why for me having a website, if you're investing and you're building a business, it's I think these days it's almost you know a requirement of it. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with you. Yeah. And, um, you know, this episode's called Not Just a Pretty Website. So why is good copy and not just a pretty website so important for businesses? And I guess look, this is this is something and it's become, a, you know, I guess a bit of a bugbear of mine and I've seen it happen where I've had clients who've come to me and they've spent a lot of money having someone build their website because, that's something very technical and they don't understand how to do that. Um, and they've sort of thought they could perhaps write their copy themselves because, you know, they're pretty good at writing. They did really well in year nine English and they should just write it, but then it's all a bit hard. And then when I tell them what it will cost, they don't actually have any money left to do that. So they've spent all this money building this technically brilliant, pretty website. But if the copy on it doesn't tell their readers, you know, the readers of that website and their, you know, their their customers what they need to know. They've wasted all that time and that effort and their money. So, you know, people coming to their website aren't going to, it's not going to convert because it's not, it's not addressing their customers' concerns. It's not speaking to their customers. But also if it's not been done properly, they're not going to get found online to start with. So, you know, maybe it's fine to start with if you've got that great social media following, but, you know, eventually we want to start connecting with people outside of that circle we're already in. Um, So, you know, I think it's about people realising, and it's not, you know, and I'm not saying everyone should rush out and spend thousands and thousands of dollars on a copywriter. We've all started our businesses when, We've had to bootstrap and we've had to DIY things, and I completely get that. But I think there's ways around it. But I think having copy that converts is just more than just filling in the template with some words that you kind of, you know, splat on the page. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I have seen that a lot. Um, right, and and I guess it, it's like which one do you start with? I've always said start with your copy before you start building because. You know that's so important. It's it's you're right. It's those words that, with that connection, with addressing yeah. their problem and giving them a solution that's amazing, and telling them why you're the best person for it. Because otherwise, exactly. And I'd like to, you know, I'd like it to be, you know, I'd like to get to a point where I think people think of copy in the same way that they think of their accountant or their bookkeeper or their brand photography or all of those things. It's an investment in your business. And if you're serious about it, you're investing in those, in those, it's one of the building blocks. But I think what ends up happening is websites seem technical. They seem complicated. Um, not quite sure. Whereas everyone feels like, well, I can string some sentences together and I know how to talk. And, you know, I've written, I've read, I write on social media about my business. Surely it's, it's the same. And, and I'm not saying that small business owners can't be their own copywriter because I think there are lots of talented people and sometimes being able to talk about your business and when you're really passionate about it, obviously then it's you know much easier. But I think there's certain things that to write really good website copy, you do need to be aware of and it's different. And I, you know, if I looked back at my first website when I was a trade consultant, you know, I actually think I'd, I'd probably, I'd, I actually don't think I could look at it because it'd be full of long, 
wankery sentences that went on for too long. It was all we, 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 which was ridiculous because it was only me. Um, I don't think I knew anything about ideal customers or, you know, what their pain points might be. You know, I'm not actually sure what what I even put on it. Um, you know, I was just filling it in. And I I guess I thought, well, everyone has a website. How, how hard can it be? Um, you know, and it's only now doing it and realising the process. And you know, for a lot of it, and Dory, you'd, you'd know this as well. I mean, for a lot of it, as for us as copywriters, a lot of the work is what we do before we even start putting words on the page. I mean, sometimes putting the words on the page can be the easy bit. It's, it's, it's actually getting to that point. And whether, as you say, starting with copy, it's how it's going to be, you know, how your website's going to be structured. Um, but even, you know, I've worked with clients where we don't even start with that we, we we're starting right at you know particularly where they're a new business it's right at the beginning you know who is who are they what's their brand what's their tone of voice and so we spend a lot of time on that and then a lot of time on keyword research to go well if people are looking for you what are they actually looking for and then we start thinking about the copy so you know I think that's why it is more good website copy is more than just writing yeah absolutely and I find another thing Another thing that I've found in general is that people know their services, but it's actually breaking them up in a way that's understandable, so categorising them. You know, yeah, you do copywriting or you might do um, um, marketing or you might do coaching, and it's breaking them up into little chunks that people can understand and then, you know, having little subcategories underneath so that people can find things easily. And, you know, sometimes that's you know, something I work with my clients because they're like, oh, I do all these things, but it's categorising them together to make them work on the website as well. And I think sometimes, you know, and this is this is the same for all of us. And, you know, I'll, so when I did my last website after, you know, I wrote two of my, my first two copywriting websites. Um, and then last year I actually worked with a copywriter to update mine because I needed some perspective. I needed someone to actually... I was so close to what I was doing that I couldn't actually see it. And I think sometimes that's where a copywriter comes in because it is, as you say, it's whether it's working out what their services are, but, you know, or ca- they know it, so well and, they, you know, they'll be putting it in the speak that they're using. But what does that actually mean to the customer that lands on the page? And, I mean, that's the thing you know, we've all got such short attention spans now and someone lands on our website, we've got about five to 10 seconds to sort of, you know, tell them who we are, what we do and why we do it better than anyone else. So, you know, that sometimes takes a third party being able to say and get it really clear and help someone come up with that because, you know, I think sometimes people are just doing the do and they're really great at what they do but sometimes explaining that and get in words that will mean something to their to their ideal customer or client can be a bit harder. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so what are some of the things businesses need to focus on to make sure they get their copyright? I guess I guess we've just touched on a few of them. I mean, I think I think first and foremost is really, you know, understanding who that who your customer is. And and again, I've been through this process as well. So, you know, and, and it's hard when you're starting out. And I think particularly as service providers, we're like, well, we'll take anyone. Um, and so, <laughs> but in doing that, 
you make it so bland that you don't talk to anyone at all because you're trying to talk to everyone. Um, and so for me, it was really understanding, you know, who is your client? You know, what are their problems? What are you going to do for them? And why, why are you the person to do it? So I think that's, I think that's really, really important to actually understand that and to understand what you're providing and why they would want to work with you. So, you know, I think that's one of the keys to look at. Obviously, understanding search engine optimization and, and giving, you know, obviously it's hard when you're starting a business. It's going to take a little while for Google to, to find you and for your website to build up that authority. But you want to give yourself the best chance that not only is, um, you know, your your customer going to find you, but they, they're going to understand and you're going to address the, and what your website says is what you actually provide, I think is a, is a real key. Yeah, absolutely. And, of course, we're going to have people, like you said, who have spent a lot of money on building their website, not knowing that the words are really important, and then now they're at a point where they've got this beautiful website but it's not actually connecting or converting. What if people can't afford the copywriter when they get to that point? What, what do you advise? Yeah, I mean, this is hard because I, you know, I say, you know, and it's one of my favourite, I've said it all along, you know, if you're spending money on a website and then putting crappy copy, it's a bit like building a beautiful new house and then just filling it with like milk crates or, you know, making furniture out of milk crates or, or cardboard boxes. And I've just written a blog, my blog this month is all is all about those sorts of things. But I think there are ways to do it. And, you know, the other thing to is to obviously look around because, copywriters are all at different stages they all you know work with different types of people they've all got different pricing as well um so you know I'm obviously not suggesting that you go off and get really you know uh, cheap and nasty but there are ways to look at it so I guess it's it's working out what your budget is but it might be starting off with a copywriter to just get them to do a website review so that might be able to go through so you know looking at the copy that's there and giving you some advice and, you know, some tips on where you could start. And even if it's just going, well, you know, on your homepage, I can't even see, you know, it doesn't even tell me what you do. So just coming up with some of those basics could be a way to start with. Obviously, there's some great training out there. You know, you and I have both um, um, done training with, with Kate Toon with the Clever Copywriting School, and I think she's looking at some more courses that will help small business people be able to write their own copy and obviously she has lots of great templates and that's to me another thing that you know small businesses at very least can get an idea of what they should be including um, but I think the other thing is to look at you know maybe look at investing and putting aside some funds to invest in just getting one or two pages rewritten so you know pick pick some key pages pick the important pages get those rewritten and I guess it gives, to start with, you get a bit of confidence that it's the right thing to do and that you connect with that copywriter. But also you've then got something, you know, a good page that's driving some traffic to your website and that you'll be proud of. But also you can then use it as a template or a guide to rewrite some of those other pages. And I guess the big thing as well is, you know, a website's kind of a living, breathing thing. And I think that's that's a mistake that I think some businesses make is, you know, they get someone to they get someone to build it. I guess maybe get someone to write the copy, but then they don't understand how any of it works. So, you know, I always make sure that if someone's working with a web developer, that they know, you know, 
they do some training at the end to find out how they can go in and change it because, you know, it's not a tattoo. You haven't written it on a stone tablet. You should be able to go in and keep changing it and keep updating it as your business evolves. So, you know, I guess if anyone's listening to this now going, oh, my gosh, my website's terrible, I haven't, you know, I've written this crap, it's, it's not a concern. It can change and you can update it and you can keep evolving. It will keep improving as your business evolves. And, you know, I'm sure that's what you've done, Dorit. I know it's certainly what I've done. Um, you know, and I know lots of copywriters and, and lots of small business people who look back at their first websites and probably cringe because <laughs> as our businesses grow and change and we get, you know, we get clearer on who it is we're serving, we get clearer on the services we're offering, um, you know, I think, I think that's the value in it. So, you know, there's things to do and there's there's great resources out there for people to go and find. Um, but just to always be aware that it, it's something you've got, you've got to keep working on it as well, I think. That's the other thing. You can't just get a website built, write some copy, yep, see you, that'll be good for the next, you know, five years. I think it is something that we're constantly going in and, um, you know, fiddling with and tweaking and updating. I mean, and obviously adding to as we, you know, whether it's adding testimonials or adding to our portfolio or writing a new blog and things like that. So, and, and really keeping that copy fresh. Yeah, absolutely. I actually call it my, my version one. So it's like when you start a business, you have your website, it's your version one. And from there you just build on it, you know, yeah. and, and you're right. It's, you know, like I, it was the end of, end of last year. And I was chatting to a copywriter. I was helping her with her um, her website, her marketing, you know, her socials and stuff. And we were having a conversation and we were talking about pricing. And I'm like, oh, wow, my pricing's actually, I hadn't reviewed it in ages. And it was actually a lot lower that was than what was, you know, kind of, I don't want to say trending, but the pricing on the market at the time. And so, you know. I was able to just quickly go in and go, okay, well, that number doesn't fit anymore. I'm going to update it. And it is, it's, I won't say it's a living, breathing document, but it, it is, it's, you know, yeah. you updating it as you go. Yeah. And I think that's, I think that's really important. And I think that goes for, you know, whether, whether it's the copy you've written, um, you know, and I think that's where building up a really good relationship with a copywriter can make a difference as well. So maybe you get them to sort of write that first, you know, whether it's your home page or your about page to start with, build that relationship, get really comfortable, know that you, you know, understand, I guess, the way they ask questions, the sorts of things. And so as you go, you can start to think about, okay, well, next, maybe I need to do my services page. What are the things I need to think about? Um, and then be sort of understanding, but then knowing exactly how they need to, to go in and, and, and change that. So, yeah, I think it is, I think it's important. And I think these days, you know, it's just as big an investment as, you know, getting a logo or, you know, once upon a time hiring office space or, you know, I just think it's such a key tool for what we do. I, I don't think there are many businesses left um, and I think particularly the last couple of years have proven more than ever that having that digital presence and having that up-to-date digital presence is, is really, really valuable. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we've been talking about the different pages on websites and your homepage is mostly where most people arrive because they'll come from either your socials or from a link in an email or someone's recommended you. So what are the four must-haves for your homepage? So, I mean, I guess I guess everyone will have different views on this, but I think my big thing, and I guess I'm speaking mainly, obviously, to the, to the sorts of 
clients that I work with who are, um, you know, and probably some of the small, you know, solo businesses, I think if someone is working with you, it's got to have a good photo of you. Um, And this is, again, something else to invest in. And whether it's, you know, it doesn't mean you have to go out and have 50,000 photos taken, but, you know, look around in your local area for, you know, a lot of photographers do headshot days and things like that. A really good headshot so that people can kind of connect with you because that's at the end of the day what this is all about. It's building up that, that personal connection. I think, as I mentioned before, it's got to say, you know, it's your unique selling proposition. As soon as they land on that page, you know, who you are, what you do and why you do it better than anyone else. Because if you can't, if people can't see what it is you do in that first few seconds, they're just going to navigate away. So they want to be able to see that. Um, I think it's really important to be, um, to have something on your homepage. So if you're a service provider, a snapshot of what those services are. And as you said, Dora, in a really clear way that isn't just how you as a service provider might think about your services, but in a way that the clients in your ideal clients and the people coming to your page would actually think about those services. Um, if it's products, obviously it's a bit different. I mean, I think we could say e-commerce websites are a, you know, a whole, a whole different beast. Um, but, you know, obviously then it's a bit about the categories. What sort of products do you have, you know, and a bit about those products. Um, I think the other, the really other important thing on a homepage is that proof. And so whether that's logos of the, uh, of the company, the other businesses that you've worked with, um, and whether that's a portfolio page, a link through to a portfolio page where you have a little bit of a blurb about what you did for them, or whether it's linked to a piece of work that you did for them. And I think also your testimonials. So I know starting out, this is always tricky because we don't have a lot. We haven't sold a lot. But even if you've just got a couple of really good ones, and again, that's one of those ones that I'm really big on updating constantly because, and, you know, making sure that's part of your process, obviously, to get those. So, yeah, I think they would be my my four key things. I mean, obviously there's other things, you know, and again, your homepage is a bit like that magazine cover that's everything about you and should send people. I mean, the goal is then to get them going off to all the other pages on your website as well. So we want to make that, you know, really easy for them to navigate, but also really interesting. So people want to actually find out a bit more and and spend more time on your website and get to know you. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Um can you let our listeners know where they can find you? Sure. So I'm on Facebook and Instagram at Angela Pickett Copywriter and on LinkedIn, just as me. That should be easy to find. And my website is www.angelapickett, that's P I C K E T dot com dot au. Cool. Thanks, Angela. And um, do you want to give us one key takeaway from today that our listeners can go away with? I guess, it's, I guess it is that, you know, your website should be your house. It's important. It should be, you know, invest in it. Take the time to get to understand how it works. Spend some, spend some time learning how to use it and then get the, the expert advice to really make it because it should really be the cornerstone of, of, of your business. And, and, but also just to... Um, not to stress too much because it will grow as you grow uh, and you can keep changing it as your business evolves. Okay, brilliant. 
Thank you so much for today. And that's a wrap. And as always, Kick-Ass Women and fellow workwives, remember you're not alone. Collaboration is power, as we showed today, uh, with us two copywriters chatting. And most importantly, we all get it. Thanks, Dora. Thanks for tuning into our podcast. If you enjoyed it, hit subscribe. If you'd like to learn more, then check out our website, www.workwifewinetime.com.au. While you're there, jump on our mailing list to receive special updates and offers from our guests. Until next time, take care and drink responsibly.